You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of News Talk 770. Welcome to The Strong Room, presented by Macmillan Estate Planning. I'm Herb Hamm. What is the best way to transfer wealth to the next generation? It's a timely question as many families don't have a plan in place to transfer their wealth effectively. To explore this topic further, here is the founder and CEO of McMillan Estate Planning, Sherry McMillan, in conversation with Norman Ewing, who has a strong background in law and accounting and brings those skills to light in helping families plan their estates. Now, I know at McMillan, of course, one of the fundamental facets of planning is that we thoroughly look at the legacy plan or the generational transfer. And in your experience, Norman, do you spend a great deal of time with families in this arena? You know, there's there's a couple of really fundamental areas that we look at with our clients, and the legacy plan is one of them. Uh, the reason for that is, uh, you know, th- th- there's all sorts of uh, different uh, connections to this. Uh, there may be, um, you know, the family farm, the family business. Uh, there may be recreational property, and and people have all sorts of ideas and issues as to what they want to do with that. Uh, it's just working through the logistics of how to get them where they want to go. So the easy part for them is is just to come up with uh, some ideas of, of where they want that legacy to go. Uh, is it their children? Is it a broader family group? Is it charities? Uh, and they may have already fleshed some of that out in a will, but that's something that we need to review and look at the implications. How do we transfer those assets? Uh, you know, if it's property, uh, you know, if it's investments, uh, you know, if it's a family business, who's going to take that over? I think that's a really important point you've brought forward is because our families have become what we would call internationally based. So a lot of the families have interests in all kinds of countries. Uh, It's not as simple as it once was, is it? No, you're uh, usually looking at uh, potentially BC issues if there's recreational property or even U.S. issues. Uh, even on the uh, you know family business side, uh, they may have operations outside of the borders of Canada. And so those are all things that uh, add to complexity and areas where greater planning is needed. Norman, this is a very difficult topic, I would say, in what we call new money in Canada specifically. Um, I know when I'm working in the UK, it's more uh, customary to have trusts and utilize particular kinds of wealth transfer because they have more experience having wealth generation to generation. But being this is the first time we really have transferred substantial wealth in North America, do you find that even the wealthy are at a bit of a loss how to steward it? Well, you know, I think that's a really good point because, uh, you know, a recent survey done by uh, RBC Wealth Management found only 22% of uh, Canadians had uh, a plan on how they were going to transfer their wealth. These are wealthy Canadians. Uh, and, you know, in fact, uh, we, we lagged uh, behind even the United States and the United Kingdom on a percentage of, of wealthy families with a plan. You know, uh, some of that is, uh, you know, these are topics that people don't uh, always uh, want to deal with. They'll sometimes put off because they don't necessarily have answers as as to how to set things up. Some of it is... um 
Canadian modesty. Uh, you know, we think, uh, well, we've got a house and a cottage and a nice portfolio, but we're not that wealthy at a couple million dollars. Uh, and so those are factors that, uh, you know, push people uh, not to really get uh, planning in this area. Uh, and that's uh, to their detriment, uh, because without a plan in, p- in place, uh, things are going to react um, in, in a uh, fashion without a lot of their input. Uh, and so there may be a higher tax burden uh, and things might not transfer as cleanly as they want. I know in my experience of working alongside you, Norman, some of the families that have substantial wealth are embarrassed that they don't have a plan. And so I think that's another reason they may put it off is because they're worth so much money and have been so successful that you would think that they would have a plan. But we have seen, you know, more recently in the last decade that no matter how wealthy you are, if this isn't your area of expertise, even people like Prince who may not have a plan. Well, and that's why we sit down with our clients and and try and help solve some of these issues because, uh, you know, they might not have the answers yet on this, but, uh, you know, the wealth of uh, opportunities that uh, we've seen, we can help um, guide them in some of those directions. And so, you know, one of the first things we're going to do when we sit down is we're going to look at uh, what are the the interests of the family and their beneficiaries. Uh, You know, this can be really key because... Uh, you know, sometimes there's a family business, there's a, there's a family farm, uh, you know, the parents have certain ideas of, of how they want that to progress. Um, but we have to see if uh, the children are on board on that, uh, if it's uh, an intergenerational plan that's actually going to work. Uh, you know, quite interestingly, we were working uh, recently with a, a farm family on an issue like this. Uh, there was a mom and dad, they had worked hard all their lives to build up uh, this uh, successful uh, farming operation. They had been uh, expanding it over the years. They had, uh, you know, paid down the debt significantly. Uh, and they had, of course, passed on their hard work ethic to their kids. Uh, their kids had got on to successful careers. One was a nurse, the other was an engineer. Of course, the kids had jobs in the city. They lived in the uh, city uh, and, and worked hard at that. Uh, but they would try and, and come back and, and help uh, mom and dad on the, the, the farm for harvest and, and other issues when there was a heavy workload. Of course, they were doing this uh, just to help out the parents to connect and and spend time with the parents, not because they had a long-term interest in the farm. And so this is something that we had to chat about and see, you know, what was going to happen to this farm if there wasn't an interest in the kids uh, taking it over. uh, And the parents were getting to a point where they were uh, looking at potentially retiring sometime soon. uh, We had to look at other issues on that. And this was a file that uh, you were working on as well, Sherry. So maybe you can share with us uh, some of the solutions that we came up with for that perspective case. I think this is a a common example of families that don't want to succeed business nature. So in family farm, it's whether or not they want to take on the land. There are tax reasons to do so because there's a rollover provision that we're allowed in Canada. Um, But frequently, and it's actually a very high statistic, about only 15% of family business actually succeeds successfully to the next generation carries on. So that means 80 to 85% is not going to transfer effectively to the children from the point of view that the children have no interest in the particular business. And in this particular case, Norman, that was what we concluded after we had a family discussion. And so in in alternative, then considering a transfer family farm mom and dad actually decided that they would subdivide a piece of the land off where their primary home was so that they could still reside on the farm for the balance of their life. And then they simply rented the farmland 
in, to enjoy retirement in a quieter way. And the plan is when mom and dad no longer um, need the farmer and have passed on, then the children will proceed in selling. So I think had we not had that discussion, we would have come up with an entirely different plan. And that's the really important facet of estate planning is not to talk about numbers per se, but concept. And and to raise some of the uh, the, the issues that may arise uh, from uh, what uh, they're trying to accomplish as well, because in that particular case, uh, you know they uh, they realized that uh, the farm was going to be handled in a certain fashion. But uh, you know we brought up some of the tax issues around that and and built a tax plan uh, to meet their specific needs. And I think that's a really important facet of estate planning because nobody wants to give away their life's work if they don't need to. However, without proactive planning, and that's the key, isn't it, Norman? We cannot do a tax plan after the fact. Absolutely. And, and that kind of brings us to the issue uh, that uh, oftentimes a will is not enough in legacy planning. Uh, you know, sometimes people will have a will set out and that's certainly good. Uh, it's going to appoint people to take care of uh, their wishes. It's going to provide a distribution plan, uh, but it doesn't really get into some of these issues of uh, tax planning and, and how to actually transfer the assets effectively. And I think that's a really important point to highlight today because a lot of people assume, and I don't know why they do, but they assume that once they've done their will, they've done their estate plan. But when you really think about it, traditionally, who will do your will? And it will be your lawyer. But your lawyer is not a tax planner. And so it's actually unfair to expect your legal counsel to be preparing the tax plan as part of your estate plan when their role is actually to facilitate the will. Alternatively, what we actually need is somebody that has both edges of the angle to look at the situation from both eyes. And I think, Norman, that's the important part about estate planning that differentiates it for families. Is It's not only looking at the legal, it's also looking at the tax. The other thing that, uh, of course, is an issue uh, with a lot of our clients is uh, sometimes they're dealing with uh, a transfer of wealth uh, with a family that maybe doesn't always get along. Uh, there may be uh, you know, an estranged family member or complications uh, between uh, a couple of their children and you know obviously uh, with uh, you know just a traditional will there's the potential opportunity for challenge and 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 other issues involved in that uh, you know sometimes we look with uh, clients that want to do an unequal uh, distribution of their wealth uh, for various reasons uh, and so that's where we have to get into a little more uh, detailed uh, legacy planning uh, take their will as a starting point um, but certainly flesh out some of those, uh, those other issues um, so that we can have a plan uh, in place for, uh, you know, the family member that may potentially challenge this are some of those sensitive issues. And are you finding that that's becoming more commonplace, especially when business and farm is involved? Well, it's always uh, hard to uh, come up with uh, what is uh, perceived as fair because, uh, you know, what what you may consider to be fair, um, someone else uh, may uh, look at it uh, quite differently. And so, you know, when you have business, when you have farm, oftentimes you may have some family members uh, involved uh, actively in that, others not, uh, some interested in that long term and others not. Uh, And so, uh, you know, it can be uh, a little bit more tricky as to to how to balance that out. Uh, If uh, we're providing a cash settlement to someone else or uh, assets in kind to uh, uh, someone in particular, how to make it so that uh, that's going to flow freely and it's not going to cause more problems down the road. 
When we come back, more expert insights on how to transfer wealth to the next generation. This is The Strong Room.